Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Herman, your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. Hi there, friend. It's been a hot second since I last published a podcast episode, and I want to thank you so much for your patience with me. As you can tell, I do not post episodes on a consistent basis, despite what the podcasting gurus out there recommend. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This podcast is important to me. You are important to me. At the same time, I want to give myself that space and time to work and rest. And I believe that it is better all the way around instead of me grinding out episode after episode for the sake of being consistent. Now, would I like to be more consistent? Of course. And I believe I'm progressing towards that. And what is more important, though, is that I bring you episodes and interviews that bring value with practical tips you can use in your everyday life. And with that, I bring you a series of interviews from women who I know will deliver that value. And to start, I spoke with Amanda Clark. Amanda is the owner of Ever So Organized, a full-service home organizing company based out of Orange County, California. She specializes in helping busy families declutter and create beautiful, functional, and organized spaces. She provides in-person organizing as well as virtual organizing and digital courses. Follow her on Instagram at EverSoOrganize for more organizing tips and tricks. And now here is my interview with Amanda. Enjoy. Hey, Amanda, welcome to the show. I'm so grateful for you for taking the time to be here. Thank you. It's fun to be here. Awesome. And I'm bringing you in with our audience to a conversation about organizing because I feel that you have so many great things to share with us about life and organizing. And I can't wait to share um, in, in hearing about your journey and so far and some expert advice for all of us during our, our own organizing journey. And so, you know, before we start, I want you to share something fun that you've done lately. Oh, gosh. Well, lately, it's been really exciting for the business because I have hired my first three employees. Yay. Business is booming. You all are ready to either move, renovate, or get organized because you have been stuck in your homes for so long and you're looking around and it's not working for you. So business has been uh, really good. So yes, my first employees, I feel like such a big girl. <laughs> Yay, I'm so happy for you. So that is, that is awesome. And so I wanted to ask you a few questions, like I said, to help us, you know, maybe become more organized and what does it all mean? But, you know, I think I love 
the stories of those who have begun this um, thing as a professional organizer because a lot of times, you know, it clicks. Other times they're too close and can't, you know, don't realize that they have this gift. And so how did you get started? And, and let us know more about yourself. Sure. Yes, I have always been organized. I was that elementary school kid who had an organized desk and asked my neighbors if I could organize their toys. Uh, so I, I knew that always came naturally to me. Um, and then I actually became an elementary school teacher and I did that for 15 years. Um, and I loved that job. Um, I had a student tell me one time that I was the most organized teacher he'd ever had. And Aww. I said, that is the best compliment. Thank you so much. Um, and that organization really helped my students. They always knew what to expect. Um, a lot of them needed a calm environment to help focus on uh, what they were learning. Um, and I was able to really fine tune that every year with a new class. Um, and so I was always proud of my classroom. Um, and then after about 15 years, I had three babies in 20 months. Wow. And if you're trying to do the math, there's twins in there. I had twins and then a singleton. Um, and when I was pregnant with the third, I was hoping to share a teaching contract. Um, so there would be two of us in the classroom, one uh, the first part of the week, and then I would come in the next part. And it just didn't line up. And so I ended up resigning um, I was so lucky to have that option, uh, but I had spent years with uh, fertility issues trying to get pregnant. And so I was really happy mm -hmm. to be able to stay home with my kids. But as I was home and I felt lucky to do that, my home was driving me nuts. And again, I'm, I was organized. Um, we live in a, in a thousand square foot house. And when we had the third baby, we moved to a 2,200 square foot house. And this was my dream home. It's my forever home. But I still felt like I didn't have enough room. And mm -hmm. I started decluttering. I started getting rid of things. And that really helped me feel more free. So I probably got rid of about half of our belongings, even though we had doubled this square footage. Wow. Yeah. And I remember the day when I was sitting on the floor with my kids playing and not cleaning up after them. And I thought, I have landed on something here. I, I know that living with less would help so many people. Now, you also do need to get organized, but man, it is so much easier when you have fewer things to organize. You are going to keep reorganizing if you've got a lot of stuff. And so true. We all have too much stuff. <laughs> I even even as I consider myself a minimalist, there's still things that I can let go of. It's a long process, but it is very rewarding. Um, and so as that helped my motherhood, I started helping other moms in my mom's groups. And they knew I was organized. Oh, can you please help me with this? Oh, my kitchen's a mess. Oh, right. this cupboard <laughs> is driving me nuts. And I just was giddy. Oh my gosh, I would love to help you. 
Um, and so I, I think I did that for a couple months and then I realized I was losing money because I had to pay a babysitter for me to go over and help a friend. And so I started asking for um, those friends to pay my babysitter. So that is when I considered myself a professional organizer. The first time somebody gave me $20, <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm a professional. And I believe that if, whether it's organizing anything you have a passion for, if you know a little more about that thing than the person you're helping, you're the expert. And I think a lot of people get stuck, like no one's going to listen to me. Yeah, like, yeah. No, if you've got a skill that I don't have, I want to learn that from you. And people were open to learning that skill from me and I got better. Um, I was able to fine tune as I worked with more and more clients, but right away I was, I was the expert. I was the professional. That's awesome. That is such an awesome story because it sounded like, you know, right away you became aware of it and then you're like, Hey, let's, let's see what happens here. And it just took that little thought and that little idea and look where you are now. And I was just mentioning earlier how wonderful your services are and your, your website and the things that you've done so far. So do you feel like this is your dream job at this point in your life? It is. It is. Yes. And like you said, just, just do it. I, I didn't know if I was going to enjoy organizing for other people as much as I like doing it for myself. So I, I had to try that. Um, and yeah, it was very rewarding. And then um, being able to get out of the house and leave three babies, uh, three toddlers at the time, um, that felt really good. Right. Um, and so as I started doing more of that with more clients, I thought, yeah, this, this is a business. Let's put some more time and energy into it. Um, and I I did my own website, so I'm so glad that you you like it. Yeah, I like I'm it. I'm proud a lot. of that. Yes. Um, but I had a lot of time to to play with it and try it um, and teach myself. Uh, and then as I started getting an online presence, a website, getting more and more quote professional, I was feeling more secure in how I could help others, and I just went from there. I just kept growing and growing to this point where I'm now hiring employees and am super busy, but it just means I get to help more people. And it's been yeah. really gratifying. Yeah. And it, and it just sounds to me, I mean, we've only had one other conversation, but like your, the way you talk about it just comes through as far as your passion for it and your genuine care for the people that you are helping. And it's so easy to go to work, right? Yes. <laughs> when you're enjoying it, I know a lot of your listeners, you know, they've got, they've got their nine to five job, but that's not their passion. Right. And um, we're not able, like you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and I know we're not all able to quit the job and find our passion like that. But you know, you know what you're good at. Your, yeah. your listeners know what that thing is. Um, and so if you can do it on the side, um, and then eventually take that leap, it is, it's so fun. I love talking about my job and I love talking about teaching. Yeah. And I have had so many people ask me if I miss teaching 
And I thought I would, but not nearly as much as I, I really thought I would. It's, it's something I was very good at, but I can use those teaching skills to help other people. So I'm Most still definitely. teaching. I'm still doing that. I'm just doing it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And so far, you know what, and you may have already answered this and I feel like you have, but let's see if there's something else that you want to share as far as the greatest lesson you've learned so far as you transitioned into another career. Yeah, I think we did say, you know, get started Mm -hmm. that especially somebody like me who likes to have their ducks in a row, it's never going to be the perfect time, right? (laughs) So diving in and helping that friend um, to organize their closet, um, trying the website, um, you can, you can change your mind. You know, there's nothing that I had to do, or even now I, I, if it doesn't work out having employees, I can stop doing that. That sure. I, I work with other moms who are organized and wanting to help others, but they don't need a 40 hour work week from me. Um, and so nothing you're, you're not stuck in anything. So don't be afraid to just get started. Um, and then I also think something I didn't bring up was celebrating the small wins. Um, I mean, I think the employees is a big win, but when I did first launch the website, when I did first hit a thousand followers on Instagram, Uh um, when I, I had somebody find me on Yelp and book me. And that was the first person that I didn't know, or wasn't a friend of my mother's. (laughs) (laughs) I jumped up and down. It was so exciting to, to have those little wins. And I will say that client has since come back and I've done more of her house even years later. So, (laughs) but yeah, just, just enjoy, enjoy these small steps that you're taking, because if you wait to really enjoy it, it'll never happen. Right. And it's good to focus on the next thing and being motivated, but enjoy it. Enjoy the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to move on to what are you observing or what have you observed as you are helping out your clients has been the most common or some common roadblocks when it comes to being more organized? What are you seeing so far? I love this question. Yes, because I see the same things over and over. And if I can share these today, hopefully there's listeners who can turn around tomorrow and um, know that this is all normal and not hit these same roadblocks. Um, we, We all hit these roadblocks. So the first one I see is when I'm working with clients, we're trying to declutter items because again, we all have too much stuff. We, we need to let go of items. Um, they feel bad letting it go if they spent a lot of money on it. Mm-hmm. And that could mean a $1,000 handbag they don't use or something they picked up at the dollar section in Target and never used. It, it hurts. It doesn't feel good to have, quote, wasted money on this item. But I always remind them they've already spent the money. That money has been gone for a long time. Yes. So 
I, I don't want anyone to feel guilty because again, we, we all do this. Mm -hmm. um, but sitting in that feeling so that next time they do walk past the Target dollar bin, they will remember that they, they held on to something for a long time and then felt bad about getting rid of it. Try yeah. not to let that happen again. Um, another roadblock is items that were given to them as gifts. And you're, you're like, yep, <laughs> Let's yep. See. Let's hear it. <laughs> and you know, some of these items, clients, like they don't even like it. They don't, or it has a bad memory or something mm -hmm. and they don't want to let it go. And I say, why? That person does not want to stress you out. They were showing their love language to you by giving you something. They didn't put rules to it. They didn't say, you will need to put this on your dining room table for at least three months and I will be back to check that it is there and it is being dusted and taken care of. Of course not. You would never do that to anyone. So I tell clients if they get a gift, they're obligated to say thank you to that person. It can go to Goodwill the next day. That's there's, right. It's not going to matter to anyone if it stayed there for three months or three hours. If that is something you know you won't use, give mm -hmm. it to somebody who can use yeah. it. And then when you tell them that, how long do you see them kind of thinking about it or do they still kind of sit with it? They'll and say, you don't know my mother-in-law. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always a family member that does guilt them, right? Okay. Okay. And <laughs> I, it's, I get it. And I say, I think you need to have a heart to heart with that person. Cause that person does love you. You love that person. And a lot of times uh, these clients are bringing me in because they're having a hard time. They know they've got too much stuff. They're mm -hmm. overwhelmed. There might be depression there. And right. so they are spending money to hire me to be there to help them. Um, they're getting rid of things. They need to sit with, let's say, their mother, their mother-in-law and say, we feel so loved when you bring us gifts for the kids. The kids, you know, love playing with it, but I'm working really hard to make my home better for everybody. I'm having a hard time. I'm, I'm depressed right now. This isn't the, the home that I wanted for my family. And if you could help support me, by not bringing over things. And if you want to get toys, please keep it at your home. My kids would love to play with it when they come over. Um, yeah. But really being honest with them, not playing a game. Um, sure. And if, if they've been honest and it still happens, it goes to goodwill. Yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't stay. You've, you've told them you can't keep things around. And right. so you, right. you need to let it go. Yeah. And it isn't amazing, though, that you have that um, as an organizer. It's you're really dealing with much more than the stuff. You know, right. there's that component of that counseling. And it's it almost needs to be a method so that, you know, you can help them get through that decision. Right. Right. And it's amazing how much better um, couples do when I'm there. You know, they have fought over items for years and when another adult is standing there before them, having them make decisions, it is so much easier yeah. for them to make a decision. And I have had women freak out. They are so excited. They'll say, 
oh my gosh, how did you get my husband to get rid of that? We've been talking about that for years. Oh my gosh, you are worth every penny. And, and some of it is just being, being another person, but giving them advice saying, Hey, I noticed you've got three of these. Could we just keep your favorite? Oh, okay. And it, it's easier coming from me than, than the wife usually. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and as far as, um, organizing, uh, services, I feel like I wanted to really ask you this. What, what myths have you seen that are out there about what it means to be organized? And being organized can be different for everyone. I have a certain standard for myself. My counters are clear. Um, my kids pick up after themselves. Um, my bed is always made, but it also could mean you know where to find your things when you need them. Um, and if you are able to find your things that you have, that you have spent money on, then you're winning. It's, you know, when friends say, oh, if I could find that, I would love to loan that out to you, but I just, I don't know where it is. And I think, why, (laughs) why own it? Why have it if you can't find it? Um, So yeah, I think you need to find your, what you're comfortable with. And if it makes your life easier, then you are organized. And some people are happy with piles around the house because they know what's in those piles. Other people need things um, shut away so that like me, I don't want to see it. Um, so yeah, just kind of getting to know what works for you and then what works for the other members of the family and then trying to, it's a whole nother dynamic, right? (laughs) It is, it is. And, and also about hiring a professional organizer, I have seen, I have myself personally have heard some objections about it. So what have you um, heard as far as like myths or objections regarding hiring a professional about getting your home organized? This is a good one. This just happened recently where a partner of one of my clients had told his wife, you could do this. You, you don't need to hire someone. And it's not true. It, it, especially if it's gotten out of control, it is really difficult. And those big spaces, we just did a, a pantry and it took two of us organizers a solid four hours to remove everything, um, see what was expired, um, categorize items, figure out which bins fit correctly, um, make sure that everything could be seen in the pantry, label everything. Now, if it's a good system, that Mm -hmm. client will be able to keep that up. Right. Um, But the reality is she needed to outsource. She needed help. Now, I could figure out how to do my taxes, but (laughs) that is not where I want to spend my time or my energy. So I outsource that to somebody. Yes, I could. Google everything I need to know, but it's not worth it to me. Yeah. So outsourcing is not a bad thing. I know people who get so overwhelmed with laundry that once a month they outsource the laundry and they have somebody do it for them so that they feel like they are in control of it. Um, they're, they're, that is a great way to get your home under control 
finding a professional that can help you create those, those systems. And then once those systems are in place, yes, you can keep that going. You don't need me to keep coming back and reorganizing that space. Um, but it's a change in how you think about items Mm -hmm. like, even though this was a gift, I'm going to let this go. (laughs) Um, another one of those roadblocks is those just in case items. And so (laughs) that is what your garage and your, every cabinet in your house is filled with. Um, so once you start (laughs) thinking differently about that, that that's, that's just clutter. That's stressing you out. Um, and you get a system in place, you, you feel better about letting those items go that you don't use often, um, then that is money well spent. And maybe it's not a professional organizer. Maybe it's a trusted friend who has those skills, you know, bring them in, um, virtual organizing. I know that you offer the, uh, coaching to do that. Yes. Somebody who is an expert helping them step-by-step figuring this out. Um, and if you can get that help, you can continue to help yourself, but not feeling bad about it. Not letting your partner say you could do this yourself when you know that that's not where you're, uh, what you're best at. Um, so yeah, I would, I would encourage people to, um, get help, whether that is virtually, I have an online course that walks people through, um, but you have to make, take the time to do that. Um, and not expect, not expect a professional organizer to be a magician that if you've got too much stuff, there's only so much we, we can do with it. True. True. Yes. And can you tell me more about your online course? Yes, this was something I worked on the last couple of years, and I have um, a variety of courses. Everyone can find this at my website, which is eversoorganized.com, and there are a variety of courses, like mini courses on organizing your bathroom um, to a larger signature course that is, Um, so far, I think I have a dozen rooms that I, uh, tackle and I will continue to add spaces on there. So that's everything from your kitchen, uh, to your wrapping paper. Um, and you can do that on your own time, um, and learn from a professional organizer, how to rethink your space, um, how to declutter, um, And I'll share one of my tips in there that I I tell my students, you may not go shopping for those containers. And I believe you've talked about this on your your podcast. (laughs) You may not shop for it until you are at a certain point in the process. It's the first thing we all want to do. Yes. (laughs) We want to go to container store, which is totally overwhelming to most of us. Um, It's taken me a year to like know that store well, know what works well. Um, And once you have cleared out the space, you know what you're keeping, you have measured, then you get to go shopping and find and go on Pinterest and go on my Instagram and get, um, get ideas. And then you get to get the containers. Um, So that's, that is something people mix up and think, 
they pay for it because then it doesn't work later and they get frustrated. Yeah. So if I were you, I would take advantage of her online course. Yes. And, <laughs> and I, I really, I, the way that um, so far that, you know, Amanda has spoken to us about her, her methods and her, the ways that she had, she's worked with her clients. Um, I think that this online course has so much value. And so um, with that, I've got a, I, I believe she's got a uh, coupon, got a code, coupon for code That's right. For your listeners, Grace 10 for 10% off any of the courses. And the courses range from about $50 to $300 each. Wonderful, wonderful. So I'm going to add a link to that on the um, podcast notes so that you can access that and her website. And Amanda, how can my audience, you mentioned earlier, you're active on Instagram. So is that where they can come and find you and interact with you? Yes, please do. My Instagram is at ever so organized. So my daughter is Everly. That's how I came up with the name. So beautiful. And Um, I am very active on there. I do a lot of stories, a lot of posts, a lot of before and afters, tips and tricks. So that's a good place to find me. Wonderful. Amanda, this has been such a wonderful conversation. And I thank you so much for your time. And I know that you've got lots going on. And I'm just so grateful that you have taken the time to, to talk to me and address my audience here at Organize with Grace. Thank you. Yes, I really enjoy your podcast. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. Hey, real quick. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way to thank me is by leaving an iTunes review. If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click write a review within the podcast, and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing, and that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are, and I can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer. Contact me by email, hello at organizewithgrace.com, so you and I can get started I offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together. So get on it, girl. Stop being stuck on your organizing journey. I'll help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on. No judgment here. Done it myself. But you know what I'm talking about, girl. All right. Can't wait to talk to you. Bye.